There it is. I was wondering what happened to the bot. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special... Uh, well, all of these have been special. I love doing these one-shots. They're very fun, very nice. Uh, episode of the Frostwalkers. Uh, here with us today from our main cast, we have Livy as Sari and Shay as Rowan. And with mm -hmm. us today, we have two friends uh, who have totally new characters. And before we begin, uh, let's let them introduce themselves and their characters and all that good, good stuff. Uh, my name is Kat. And um, am I gonna? Am I supposed to introduce my character as well by name? Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, my tell us a little bit about them. Is uh, Valerian Whitewood, and yeah, so that's who I'm playing. Um, a little more. Do I explain more than that, or is it just the name? Uh, no, you can explain a bit about them. Okay. Um, and uh, Valerian is a uh, is a tiefling wizard um, who is very smart and also very tired of it. And I think that's all you guys need to know for now. He's also blue. That's also important. Blue tiefling wizard is the best kind of tiefling wizard, in my humble opinion. Oh, that's yeah. fair and valid. All right, Ash, who are you bringing today? Ah, hello. So I have uh, my my boy. His name is Theo, or Theodore. Um, and he is an ASMR wizard. So like the polar opposite of Kat's character. And um, I love it. he's small and excited and just wants to do a good job. Oh, I love him already. You should. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so uh, Theodore and uh, Valerian will be with us during this episode. <clears throat> and we will open on a little, a little scene I have kind of written out. Nighttime in Timshul is a fairly peaceful affair. As the sun goes down, the people tend to head to the taverns for their dinner and head back to their homes for sleep. Most people in Timshul <clears throat> have a relatively peaceful night's sleep, except for nights where there are drow invasions or doppelganger in, in breaks or... Well, okay, honestly, we don't have that many peaceful nights that we record, but like <laughs> you can assume there's a lot in between, okay? <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, uh... No, most nights in Timshul. So, a couple of times, the people of Timshul get a peaceful night's sleep, okay? Um, <laughs> Only a few times. I mean, they get it more than they don't get it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the only exception to this rule uh, would usually go to the elves, who do not need to sleep. They only require a trance for a few hours. Um, <clears throat> however, our totally unknown Sari has taught themselves to sleep, Is it, if, I, if I remember right. <laughs> yeah, she, she lays there for a really long time until she figures out how to fall asleep. Yeah. Uh, the only other elf that we'll focus on tonight, though, is Calum. For even though he's in a trance-like state, his exhaustion from a hard day's work has led him from his trance-like state to drift off into dreamland. The scene opens on Calum waking up in a cold sweat. Oh no. He has had a very bad nightmare, and usually on nights like these, he would be comforted, perhaps by an alien, perhaps by Rose, whoever was in the castle. Sometimes Jay has tried and it's been real awkward. <laughs> Is he the doppelganger that we adopted and no one ever remembered him? 
Oh yeah, he's just. I he's remember a, he, Jay. He's the he's best just, character. He's a stoner. Yeah, but we like never did anything with Jay. We didn't say, "Hey, here's a job." He, he currently just, works he for just Angel chills right out. now. That's he works true, for yeah. Angel currently. After oh, the cool. Angels episode, he works with Angel. Oh, cool. Sort of. <laughs> um, yeah. Sometimes Jay tries, but it's awkward. Um, sometimes Zagreus was the only one awake when that happened. That one was real awkward. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, no, tonight he, most of the others are asleep. And Elian was there to give him some comfort. But as he tries to go back into his trance, he can't help but feel a very nagging sensation. That's a very bad roll. He, as he tries to sleep, sees nothing but the familiar jaws of an old enemy. The scene cuts to the morning. Sari and Rowan, you have been summoned to the castle, like many days before. However, as of late, official summons of this nature are not that common. Usually you just kind of find Caleb and hang out like friends. Hmm. You know, like friends do. <laughs> yeah, like friends. But like, this official summons is so reminiscent of your old adventures when you just were kind of thrown along by whatever he had you do for that week. <clears throat> it's not a subtle call-out post. Uh... <laughs> Um, that when you guys enter the castle, Caleb is still in his signature owlbear PJs. <laughs> and he looks like he has not had a good night's sleep. What Aww. do you do? So, did you sleep at all yesterday, or...? I got... Looks at his looks at an invisible watch. 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, never mind, you're an elf. You trance, don't you? Yeah. I tranced for, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> He didn't see it, but he looked down at his watch again. <laughs> is that... I, I don't mean to be rude, but is is that the reason why you called us here? You had a bad sleep? I, I, I've i had bad sleeps before, Rowan. I've had bad dreams before. I've had a lot of bad... Every night is a waking nightmare, Rowan. <laughs> no. Do you uh, need a hug? <laughs> I was joking, Rowan. But I've had my fair share of nightmares in my time. But, uh... This one was different. I, I, like, actually felt something this time. And not just in, like, the, oh, sleep paralysis, my feet feel weird, and I feel like I'm falling kind of way. Mm-hmm. In, like, the, hmm, the wizard in me is crying kind of way. It's called lucid dreaming. It happens sometimes. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I think that Rowan probably might actually go on to explain that to him a little bit like what a lucid dream what a lucid dream is kind of thinking like maybe it's that that. i know what that is rowan look i brought you two here because i invited some specialists and i wanted some familiar folks around because they are basically going to be poking and prodding at my subconscious Mm. okay that's Sounds safe. It's what theoretical, but it's it's like it's like what you think about when you're not thinking. Oh, so it's like the voice in my head? No, a little bit different. It's more yeah. like it's like it's like dream analyzation and subconscious feelings, and you get to the deeper part of yourself through um, analyzing what <laughs> what. Well, your dreams tell a lot about yourself. 
basically is what you I'm trying to Jay, say. You just see Jay using like a, a like some sort of magic item that creates fire bolts on like a rolled up piece of thing just to like give the illusion of like lighting up a smoke. <laughs> like, you know, that weird tacky shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was gonna be like, whoa, that's deep, man. As I like stutter to explain what Rowan's trying to say. <laughs> um <clears throat> And Elian just looks over to you guys and just explains, uh, well, what Caleb is talking about, I feel like his voice changes every time. Mm, and it does. Yeah, I, don't have a I don't have a consistent voice for an Elian yet. It'll oh, happen. It's okay. It's okay. I just continue. He's uh, old man. He's just old man. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> and Elian would explain that the city kingdom of Salem, completely independent from most other nations, due to both uh, <clears throat> governmental system and also because it is literally in the sky, uh, <clears throat> has a group of mages who study a very theoretical school of magic uh, dubbed hypnomancy, which is the arcane magic of the subconscious. Uh, it's, like, it's like not mystics enough to be mystics, but like... <laughs> Uh, it's that perfect, beautiful middle ground. Um, because Mystic is a hard class to learn in a week, folks. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Rowan's, um, like, so interested by this. Like, as as someone who's interested in psychology, this is, like, this is probably, like, the most interesting thing she's heard in a long time. Like, she's super excited about this mission now. And Elian would explain that two hypnomancers from Salem are coming to the town, and more specifically, to check up on Calum, basically. And Calum has invited you to be around and just kind of see what happens. As moral support. Moral support, but maybe for Rowan it's more of like a tech demo. <laughs> it's both. She's here for both. Yes, she. Rowan's here for it. <laughs> she was here for <laughs> first, but then she also came because, ooh, cool stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, Came to be friend, stayed for cool stuff. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, our scene will cut a little bit, and we will open uh, to the front of the castle, and we see two figures, a blue tiefling and an asimar, uh, meandering up to the gates of the castle in the center of town. You have passed through the warm... And uh, sort of businessy area where there are taverns and uh, a blacksmith shop of a particular robot. <laughs> um, <clears throat> a small house with the words detective agency written on them with a very loud drow lady. Uh, just just the typical sights and sounds. Um, and you've made it to the center of town. And right there in the center is the castle. And you have been let in by an alien. And so... Please describe your little bit of what you guys are talking about on the way in, what you look like, and just like how you walk into this building as Rowan and Sari kind of turn around and see your entrance. Okay. Um, uh, so, Valerian, he is uh, very visibly um, alert and a little bit nervous. He keeps kind of pushing up his glasses, um, kind of a, of a reflex to keep him focused on the task at hand. Um, he has um, sort of longer hair, 
um, with sides that are shaved, and uh, his horns are adorned with jewelry because why would you make a tiefling and not put jewelry? Who, what kind of person are you if you don't? Do? It. Um, and um, he's awesome. kind of he's it's keeping nice. close to um, to Theo. He's he's trying to explain like no. I know that you uh, are new. T- I know you are new here. Um, please do not say anything stupid. Just like let me do all the talking, and everything will be fine. You're making me very nervous with your enthusiasm. Something, something stupid. I would, I would never, I would never say something stupid. I am a professional already. So are you I already sure? like these two. So are you positive? <laughs> because we have been here. For like 10 minutes and you have literally said hi to every single person that we've seen on the street welcome to the fast walkers <laughs> okay so theo is generally a lot shorter than uh, valerian is and he's got mm-hmm. blonde curly hair that kind of just is a poof and it um and his eyes are like strikingly like yellow like gold mm. i was and- about to say oh no we have another mikhail <laughs> a little cute excitable blonde smr boy and he's definitely like pretending like he knows exactly what he's doing but like he's yeah. still behind valerian like he's letting him lead but he's still mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. to make sure that he is recognizable up front that's fair okay uh rowan and sorry you see uh who we know the audience as valerian and theodore walk in you don't know what do you do hello Um, who are you what are you doing here Uh, we do dream magic you're the dream people I told you to let me handle You do this. dream work. God damn it. <laughs> it's a, we're moving care. on. <laughs> Guys, that's terrible. Awful. <laughs> no, DreamWorks is a good animation company. They made out of Tony Dragon. It was a terrible pun, though. Yeah. Anyways, continue. Would I be Livy or sorry if I didn't make a terrible pun? <laughs> You're correct. <clears throat> Anyway, um, I'm very sorry. Um, I am Valerian. This is uh, my partner, Theo, uh, Theodore, whichever you would like to call him. I like to call Theodore because no, I can. I, actually, I I prefer I prefer I prefer Theo. Um, but I mean, Theodore it is okay. Yep. That. <laughs> what about um, just Thee? No, um, I'm not actually a fan of that. Surprisingly. <laughs> I could just call you Dor. <laughs> no, I mean, no, it is because you are as thick as a wooden door. Oh, <laughs> Rowan turns, Rowan like kind of like side mouths Caleb and is just like, these are the people that you trust to handle your subconscious. Right. Um, anyway, um, I apologize for my rudeness. Um, Prince Caleb, how are you feeling? Hi. Um, hmm. Hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> what? Bursting with confidence. Mm. That Do was I a believe 15 him? De- that was a 15 deception. <laughs> can I, can I, <laughs> like a liar. Can I, can I, 
Can I roll you can. an insight check? You, you absolutely well, can. Well, guess what? This boy has proficiency in insight. So, oops, oops, Hi. Baby. Oh, that's 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 pretty dang good. That's a uh, sixteen plus. Um, let me find insight plus four. So that's a unnatural twenty. The prince lives in a constant state of existential dread. <laughs> um, poor boy. I, I think uh, Valerian just nods knowingly and says, "Yes, I'm sure." Uh-huh. Yes. Anyhow, <laughs> you, uh, you look great. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Huh? What? <laughs> no. anyway. the- Theodore, calm yourself. <laughs> so calm. I'm so collected. This is a prince. You cannot flirt with the prince. No, that wasn't my intention. Okay. Anyway, this is very serious business. I'm so sorry. Um. So we are. Uh, we are uh, the the hypnomancers. We hail from Salem mm-hmm. under the graceful rule of Oleta, and um, we're basically here to. Uh, I guess this. Destroy your his mind. That's not. I don't. We're You're here going to, to destroy his mind. No, no, not that. Oh. Um, Hopefully not that. Gonna it's... destroy the thing that is destroying his mind. That doesn't sound suspicious. Well, okay. <laughs> let me let me let me explain. Okay. So uh, there is something, and it is uh, called the the dream plane. There's the planes of existence, and one of which is the dream plane, and. Um, on this plane, there is a uh, there are a, a group of monsters called the Malsum, and um, they basically uh, usually they would stay in the dream plane like good little monsters, but in some cases, like the case of um, Calum's uh, very powerful mind, um, they break oh. out. So. Basically, one's on the loose, and we're here to um, sort of relieve Caleb of the burden of this terrifying monster. If that is worded correctly, I would say so. I think I did a good job. Oh, I think the, I, the god of this universe thinks you did a good job as well. I thank you. I always just assume that like people just have bad dreams. I I didn't know that there always had to be some kind of monster that caused it well well Well, rowan don't you know that everything is monsters with us most most things yeah everything is something you have to fight that is true everything is something you have to fight well uh, or get along with mostly fight you guys guys why can't we be friends no sorry what were you saying theodore i'm just gonna say that they don't have to fight us because we're good guys. What are you Yet. going on about? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, Rowan, I would like you to make a history check. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I sort of got all of every single interaction we've ever had with a new person has been the most awkward thing ever. <laughs> don't worry, yeah, we're Mormon. It's how it is in real life. <laughs> that's a one. Ooh. No. <laughs> what do I know? Absolutely your, nothing. We we cut to Rowan's mind through like a little like thought bubble. And you no. see a carton of milk. And oh no, the milk has spilled over. 
<laughs> I don't know shit. That's it. That, I don't know anything. You are in awe of these people's words. Because these are words you don't understand. Because you know nothing about them. Cool. You know nothing of the world. The dice is so cruel. <laughs> Dream plane, the fuck? Uh, but I wouldn't say that the... um. The Melsum, they are not they are not the nightmares themselves. Um they are um sort of gateways. They can be gateways for the Melsum to breach, I'd say. Um breach from their own plane and come to another. And they just um, capitalize on nightmares. They're not yeah. creators of them. Hmm. Interesting. Of course it's correct, because you wrote this. Uh <clears throat> so Calum just explains. So, uh, if it's one of these creatures, what would we have to do to stop it? Well, for one thing, you'll need mm-hmm. to be asleep. Try um, And, uh, we'll have to actually enter, uh, the dream plane to, uh, to defeat this, to, to, well, to at least capture it. Um, not exactly, uh, sure if we'll need to bang bang on it, but, um... You'll definitely have to... Don't worry about it. Uh, basically, you guys need to sleep. And then, um... Night, night. That's how that's how you get into a dream plane. That also sounds right, like how now. you could rob us blind. Uh, I could, but I've well, been on the job professionals! I have a name tag! <laughs> I have a name tag. That, that is very professional. You're right. I'm sorry I doubted you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no thief could have a name tag <laughs> that they stole. Uh, uh, got my name on it. Okay, the oh, only one who can insult my then. my partner is me. So, there <laughs> I can steal from you, but I won't. Okay, that's reassuring. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, you guys are. I don't know. I don't really know much about you, but you probably I mean, you could punch me. I'm not very strong. Um, but I can yeah. still steal your stuff. I just won't, because you're not worth my time. Oh, and, wow. Don't worry. Don't, no, he's... No, he... We're... Yep. We're <laughs> fine. We're very um, professional. We do things. We <laughs> 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 so, will not be stealing any of your stuff. Don't worry. I don't trust these people at all. I fucking love them. Anyway, like I said before, this is serious business. I would not do it if you're a thief. I would not thief you. Why would I do that? <laughs> would not. I would not thief you. <laughs> I think it's bad. Listen, my days of thieving are over. I've been doing this for years, okay? Oh, I'm the experienced one here. You've only been on the job for like a month, Theo. Um, they don't even know that. Caleb, I don't. Caleb, the horrible idea. I don't trust these people with my subconscious at all. Nor should you. Caleb, this is a bad idea. It, no. it, and the episode is over. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all say no. Okay. Do, 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 Just do, 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 do. Thank you guys. It's been fun. No, no, <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. So for real though, um, I think there's really no way to properly do this injustice. There's no way to transition from one thing to another. <laughs> Especially um, when the two things are this. Let's go into the bed chambers. 
I'm sorry. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm too sleepy. Oh my god, he's gonna kill us. <laughs> no nightmare for us to do. Caleb just turns to Zagreus and just goes, stay in the room with them. Just just stay in the room with them. <laughs> oh, for your information, Zagreus is like a huge beefy teeth boy. So, <laughs> so Theo is intimidated. He's, he's intimidated. I mean, intimidating. Hmm. Right. So, uh, Caleb just turns to Sari and Rowan and just goes, I guess we have to go to bed. This is going to be weird. I'm an elf. I trance. I have to. I cannot sleep without pajamas. Oh my god. That's very cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. We can just, like, like a nap. we have magic. That's something that we have. We cannot make you... Oh, God, this sounds... Alright, this sounds really weird. I have this no ill will. We can put you to sleep with our magic. <laughs> you mean put me to sleep permanently, where I never wake up? No, no, no. no. Temporary. Like a minute or something. That's not how this works. I don't know. I don't know. Hold on. I'm pulling up. You, you Caleb, fools I'm so I'm up. so scared. You fools have made me pull out the the player's handbook for the sleep spell now. I'm pretty sure duration is only a minute. Is it actually I, just a minute? Yeah. I, I have no idea. I hold on. We have to look this up. Yes, I do. <laughs> hold on. We have to. Use this is my favorite Valerian, part of D and D. Uh, yeah, the duration is a minute. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I doubt it. Duration you. is indeed no, a minute sorry. on the sleep spell. However, I believe there is a spell also that could do this called the sleep of death. It's where no, <laughs> no. Uh, I I was referring to the spell catnap. Oh, how cute! That's adorable. That is adorable. Catnap no. is a third level enchantment that has a ten minute duration. You make a calming oh. gesture, and up to three willing creatures of your choice. I fall unconscious. I, I think we're the opposite oh. of calming at this point. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan is incredibly concerned. Okay, oh. so uh, yeah, I, that, I guess that'd be how you do it. Just a just a, like a, a powerful cat nap. <laughs> like Rowan knows nothing about dream magic, and I think right now she would trust herself <laughs> more than these would, people would, to help Caleb. We're trained. Would this? Would we have to? Uh, Mark off a third level spell slot for this. Uh, it's 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 set up for the episode. I'm not gonna take a spell slot from you for this. <laughs> Thank God. <clears throat> okay. Good. Okay. This is this is a plot necessary spell. Ergo. <laughs> All right. Um, I am just very nervous. This is why I am uh... nervous. Cut. You're this... supposed to be. You're supposed to be the one who's good at this. I am good at this. I doesn't mean I can't be a coward. Caleb. While they're bickering, we make our escape. Oh, uh, hold it, hold it. I think don't laying down would make you a lot more comfortable. Oh my god. <laughs> we don't want you to fall and hit your head. That's all we're saying. Yes, yeah, that's not that's not ideal. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe to assuage some fear, before we do this, please explain what we're doing and what's going to happen when we get this dream plan. Oh, actually, wait, I have an idea. You have an, okay. It might make all of this way better. 
for kay. all of this. Um, Rowan's going to try to cast calm emotions so that everyone chills out and they can if actually you, do their jobs. If you're willing, it, it is a willing thing. So if anyone is willing to be calmed emotionally. Valerian is not willing. I'm oh. never calm. Caitlin will really? take it. Really? Actually, oh. Yeah, I guess. Theo's an anxious mess. He'll take it. Actually, you Theo, you calm down. Caitlin calms down. I'll take Sorry, it. I'll and- take it. Okay. Sorry, calms down. He's just. Okay. All just... four. Everyone in the room just takes a fucking chill pill. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, isn't that way better? Yeah. I have no idea. Um. So now that now that you're not so anxious anymore, please proceed with your job. Okay. Now I don't feel okay. Um. Anyway, the deal is here. Is um we're going to have to go the dream plane, and um. Obviously, you need to sleep to do that. And uh, after we enter the dream plane, we will, uh, I guess, um, we'll have to go through everyone else. Um, nightmares. Yes. Nightmares. So, think of your worst fear. That's what we're going to be uh, going through. And, uh... Oh, no. Yeah, um... I've Crap. done this many times. I've I, I, I'd be terrified if I hadn't just cast a spell on myself. I'd be terrified if I didn't just think of a bunch of giant crabs tickling my feet while I was trying to sleep. What huh. the oh. fuck? <laughs> I have never heard that one before. I, I have yeah, been on this job for one. probably a decade. I've never heard that. So, good job. I can, I'm going to write that down. He writes it down as a notebook <laughs> and a list of his dreams. Sorry is an interesting person. He can tell. <laughs> so, um, as as everyone kind of settles in, uh, sorry, pick a number between one and four. Seven. Oh, <laughs> sorry, three. You're going to kiss five, girl. I'm just kidding. A number between one and four. You said three? Mm-hmm, three. Okay. Okay. Uh, sorry, you're first. <laughs> um, so... The catnap spell is cast. Um, Caleb, Sari, and Rowan have a very nice clues, and Valerian and Theo use their innate magic and kind of just pop into your subconscious, Sari. And so, uh, please tell me a little bit about what your current dream looks like. If it's I'm a excited. dream, it's a good dream right now. If it's a good dream right now, then she's kind of thinking about um, there's Mr. Unicorn and then there's Cooper goes bu- goes flying by and now Cooper is riding Mr. Unicorn. They're galloping off into the sunset. Her gnome family is having a picnic with Abix and the baby and Altrion and the Abix's baby is born and it is a girl and it's a it strangely resembles Sari. you know like a dream and just you know a lot of happy things going on a lot of strange happy things going on uh rowan and calum are inexplicably popped into your mind as well so the four other people see this besides sorry what is sorry's reaction to this dream how does sorry feel oh everything's normal (laughs) this is this looks good i'm hungry you guys want any sandwiches 
So I... is are, so are we like actually in her dream right now? It's like sleeps Rowan and sleep Caleb, but for the sake of like D and D, yes, it is you. It is your character. Okay. It's just you are asleep. You're just somehow in Sari's dream too because of their magic. Okay, that's what okay, that's so what I not... that's what I thought. So I have a follow up question to that. So they, she's not dreaming about them. No, no. No, they are independent of Sari's dream, but they are like fellow watchers. Present in the dream, they Caleb is cartwheeling because he's part of her family now. He's cartwheeling next to the picnic, and Rowan is trying to catch um, Mr. Unicorn and Cooper with a fishing rod. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, so third person watchers of the dream, Caleb and Sari see dream Caleb doing this and dream and dream Rowan doing. See, I, I, the, the, like, animator in me is taking over, and I want to imagine that, like, Sari's dream world has, like, if this were to be, like, if the Frostwalkers were to be a cartoon, I imagine that Sari's dream world has, like, a way, like, cartoonier, more, like, little kid-esque, like, art yeah, style, yeah. kind of. Like, it's really this is... see. Yeah, like, this is the inside of Sari's mind, and I'm just imagining this, like, really like cartoony like little kid esque art style and it mm-hmm. <laughs> I Over think in the that, corners like... is Mr. Floofers. He's on a stage. He's singing opera. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So I think that like I think that like actual Rowan and Caleb look around and are just like, what the heck? <laughs> what is it what do our what do our friendly neighborhood dream keepers think of it? This one is a strange mind. <laughs> Random, and he likes it. <laughs> chaotic, too chaotic for my taste. But it's normal. He's just so, kind of so. How do we get this nightmare creature to show up? Do we like say something? Do we like uh uh-huh. We do to turn. What do, what do we have to do to get this thing to show up? Well, um... Roll a Arcana check. The best, or just cat? Uh, both, both. Both is good. Both. 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 What is that? 19? Okay. Uh, I got, um, that is 17. You both would know, just from your prior knowledge, that, uh, that if one person in, like, this spell, because I imagine the way, the way you casted it is, like, everyone's dreams are connected right now in sort of a loop. And so if every, so if one person in the spell had like interaction with the Malsum, eventually it would creep on over, but you would have to like this wouldn't go like a spell slot spell. You just like use your innate magic to basically like lower the barriers and let it enter, basically. But okay. it's kinda it's kinda sucks because you have to watch uh you have to watch the good dream get corrupted every time, but Yeah, that's fucked. But yeah, you you'd have to basically let down this sort of magical barrier, keeping it out. All right. Um. Well, uh, this might not be the most pleasurable experience. Um, Theodore will help me out. Uh, we're going to uh, lower, open the gates, I guess you could say, and um, the Malsum will make his way through, and this dream is going to get not as dreamy. So, I suggest <laughs> you prepare yourself. Um, it'll be fine. Don't worry. Yeah, totally. It's gonna be good. 
I I think I take like a like a battle stance. Like I'm ready to to fight this thing. Sorry keeps waving at everyone like, "Hi, hello." And then she's like, "Oh, we have to fight stuff now." And she whistles and summons the unicorn and jumps on his back. I'm ready to fight stuff. <laughs> Sorry, make an intelligence check. Uh-oh. Da, 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 da. That's a 13. Hmm. Okay. All right, sure, I'll let this go. Sorry, your innate hope that Mr. Unicorn will be your, your valiant steed into battle uh, will keep the Mr. Unicorn in your dreams uncorrupted by the Malsum. For the duration of this fight, you will have a Unicorn. Woohoo! <laughs> cool. So, uh, as that happens, however, there is a black ooze-like uh, substance that just seems to crawl at the wall of this situation, even though they seemingly at some point didn't exist, going off into the endless sky. The sky now seems to be almost like a painting being just dri- dribbled on by this dark ooze, and as it sinks lower and lower, sorry, you watch your, your picnic with your family just slowly morph. Uh, for a brief moment, they all turn to you seemingly disapprovingly. As you sit on Mr. Unicorn and then just congeal into the same black ooze that everything else has been and yeah it is just your dream is slowly becoming a nightmare the figments of your imagination looking almost disappointed that you're not trying to help them I do too she they to Rowan and the rest of them can't, can't we help them? I, I turn to the the other two um, the other two. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm not the best at remembering names. It was Theo and what was Valerian. Valerian. Okay, I'm just gonna call him V because that's easier for me to remember. So yeah, th- uh, Rowan turns to Theo and V, and um, kind of, kind of pleadingly, and is like, "Yeah, it, I mean, you're the professionals here. What do we do? Can we?" Are we supposed to fight now, or, or just let it take over? Do not, don't, out of character. Is there anything you can do? Uh, you, it will eventually congeal into something you can make tangible enough to fight in a lucid dream-esque way. But, sorry, kind of has to face the reality that these figments of her imagination are not her real family right now. Like, as much as they seem to be disapproving, this is not... It's not really Abex. It's not really Altrian, you know? Okay. Um, well, I don't... Just keep in mind, they, these are... These are not... They're not real. They're just dreams. They're just figments of your subconscious. Um, you'll just have to face your fear, if you will. Um, until we can kind of fight it out of it. Um, yeah, it'll become tangible... At some point, and then we can do all the stabby stuff. So, I have to roll with it right now. So, as you do this, the black ooze of creature slowly amasses everything in Sari's dream, save me the unicorn, and becomes just one big tethering mass. Black mass of eyes, mouth, and tether-like uh, appendages. Coming from no sensible direction, all of them just roaring. Now their disapproving glares turning into blind animal rage. 
Sari's friends and family become a gibbering mouth. Another out of game or out of character question. If we get hurt in dream world, do our physical forms take damage? Uh, (laughs) If you die in the dream, do you die in real life? No, you do not die in real life. Okay. Uh, So yeah, this tangible gibbering mouther is there, and uh, sorry, you are sitting there on Mr. Unicorn. You do. It's got too many mouths, too many eyes. Uh, like a single broken tiefling horn for a split second comes out of the the gel and just oozes back in. Remember, this is not real. Just, I know it's difficult to look at, but and why does it look real? Because the dreams are fucked up. Dream. Caleb, just... why couldn't it have been a crab guy? Why couldn't it have been a guy with? Why couldn't Abix have turned into a guy who was? Crab hands, like you know, in my normal nightmares. That's your normal nightmares. Yeah, yeah, my normal nightmares. Sometimes Abix chases me around, but her hands are made out of crab claws, and she pinches my toes. And then I wake up, and something is pinching my toes, and I've never been able to find out what it was. Rowan <laughs> just like blinks. Okay. <laughs> well then, I I mean, I was gonna give a a. a like an uplifting little spiel about like we can face this together because we're friends but now i'm just kind of like huh (laughs) (laughs) that is too weird for me to to even elaborate upon we just gotta fight this thing like it's not that hard it's not that hard she says that they say as they look at the giant thing that's too many mouths too many eyes i'm trying to be reassuring here it can't really hurt you so sometimes dreams can feel very real but you just have to remind yourself that they're not and you'll wake up that's our job you will yep you'll wake up eventually we just gotta get this thing out. It'll, it'll be fine. Oh, we just gotta just really fight it. Debbie. Mm, I don't trust. <laughs> That's don't sorry. Think, don't trust us or it, it, anything. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I like take hold of her shoulders. This How? is something. How? She's on a unicorn. You oh, agree. you're right. You're right. I don't. I just kind of look up at sorry, Mister Unicorn. <laughs> um, sorry. No. You know that normally normally I would tell you to, you know, sit down and, and think about it before you act. But this is one of those situations where you don't think about it. Just stab. Mm-hmm. Don't 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 let it win. It, if you're scared of it, you're letting it win. <clears throat> We're all right behind you. <laughs> THX. <laughs> it's probably not going to stand there forever. So, Deb? Yeah. Uh, okay, we can punch it, but I ain't punching it first. I'm not right, your hands near that Sounds thing. like a plan. Roll initiative. <clears throat> Please roll. Ah! The monster oh, got shoot. A I got a nat 20. That's I cool. got a Six. Got a one and then a nat twenty. Six or some stuff in between. Ah, ten. Crud. So okay, uh, Theo, what did you get? Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, Val, what did you get? Valerian. Uh, Thirteen. Sorry. Ten. Okay. Kalen got a four. 
That's Kalen. He's a good, good slow boy. And the gibbering mouther got a seven. So top of the round is Rowan. Cool. Um, yeah, I might just go for it. This thing is like a creepy darkness thing. So I'm going to do the opposite of that, and I'm going to cast Moonbeam. Okay, so the thing has to make a constitution saving throw, if I remember correctly. Yep. That is a 11. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming an 11 is not as high as a fifth level, as a sixth level druid spell casting modifier. No, it's not. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so it's going to be full damage. Are you casting this at second or third level? <clears throat> uh, I think just second. Okay. Uh, so roll damage, and uh, this is radiant, if I remember correctly. So... Yes, and is that 2d10? Yes. Okay, cool. Look at us go! Rowan knew how to do the spell real fast. <laughs> I've done it so many times, I, I, I finally know how, how many damage it is. Character development. Okay, that is a 10. in the player. Poof, yeah, okay. Oh, that's terrifying. Uh, first one's a 10. <laughs> Uh, and the second Three one's a four. Started. So that's four, 14 points of damage. 14 in total, okay. Uh, oofa doofa. That is a lot of damage for a first strike. Um, Haha. Kill it. Kill it. Math. Kill it with fire. Kill it so sorry it doesn't have, a pun- have to punch it. Okay. Uh, next in the really order. scary, by the way. Oh. Next in the order is Theo. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, what are you going to do? Theo would probably just cast Ray of Frost. Get okay, out roll a spell attack bonus. Uh, yeah. Roll a spell attack. This is okay. 20 in actual spell casting. Uh, that's a 16. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey. you are level 6, so you'll be able to roll 2d8s for Ray of Frost. Hey. Um... That's right, because by level 5, your cantrips get better. Mm-hmm. So that's six damage. Okay. It's not that bad. Uh, okay. Oof. You guys. <clears throat> you guys are doing work. Uh, next up is Valerin. Valerin will cast a burning. Okay. Uh, is that a dexterity save? Yes. Yeah, this thing has a minus one to dex. So. Weeks. And I rolled a 16, so <laughs> that's a 15. Does it still, it still make... Yeah, so we only take half damage. Alright, Okay. Oofa You guys are just not letting this thing stand. Fours. Um, that's 12, so... Okay, wait, what's my... 12? Because 12 is half of... Half I was right the first time. There you go. Yeah, you were right, you were right. Um, <laughs> six. math is a mood? Okay, this thing is not looking good. Uh... Next in the order is unfortunately sorry. No. She she says that out loud. <laughs> you you uh, you have no need to be scared. It it can't hurt I mean, you. I... It just looks kind of scary. So don't worry. That's a 12. Yes. And uh per your uh special little ring storm collar, you get another back. I don't remember charge your act. You're probably at enough to do that lightning bolt, yeah? Cool. I have to dig that out of my notes on my computer. Hang on. Uh, I'm gonna search for Mr. Floofer, because I know I kept his HP in there. Thank you. I'm at six. Okay. Um, let me... I had to... 
Yes, I actually wrote down what your items are on my notes again. I did, totally didn't forget. Uh, Stormcaller is a plus to uh, bonus to unarmed strikes. So keep that in mind. Uh, Gains one charge every time you hit with an attack. Max 10 charges. With 8, you can cast Lightning Bolt. So you would need one more. Yep. So, yeah. uh, Yeah, so 14 does still hit. Uh, So roll your damage. Alright, so Unarmed Strike. uh... And add 1 to it because of your your weapon. Oh boy. Uh, That's 9. 9 points of damage. And I'm gonna bonus action Flurry of Blows. Okay. Punch it. So I'm gonna roll for both of those. That's another fourteen. That hits. And sixteen. Both of those hit, and you are now up to nine charges. Nice. She's get on that last one. I'm going to use the lightning bolt thing. That's absolutely fine. Give me just one. So roll your first hit. <clears throat> uh, that is a seven. Okay. Seven points of damage. And you want me to roll the second one? Uh, the second one's going to be Lightning Bolt, so let me check out what that spell does real quick before okay. you do. Okay. Uh, oof, this thing is... like Calling it bloodied would be an understatement <laughs> at how much damage you guys have done in this single round of combat. Um, yeah. You guys are doing great. I'm very proud of you. Uh, lightning Thanks, Bolt. Dad. Uh, yeah. Lightning Bolt. Uh, stro- uh, stroke of weird of you to say. <laughs> a stroke of lightning forming a line 100 foot long by 5 feet wide blasts. Uh, so it's going to need to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, fail. That's a, that's a nat one. I told um, it fail, so it did. I have So power. that's going to be... Uh, it's going to be... <clears throat> right, 8d6 lightning damage. 8. Damn, okay. 8d6 lightning damage. I've got to go... Lightning a good spell. Wait. 8d6, my god, that's a mm-hmm. lot. I gave that to you back in episode 3. <laughs> what were you thinking? She's too powerful. Oh, it's right. gonna get better. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 8d6s, yeah? That's correct. That is just the truth. Alright, I'm gonna roll all of these at once, so I'm just gonna humbly apologize for the really annoying noise it's gonna make. Okay, how to do math. <laughs> <laughs> the most, the, the truest nightmare of. Does anyone who plays D&D actually. No. No. <laughs> I'm no, sure somebody does. I, I legitimately do subtraction on my notes. Okay. Um, okay, so they all rolled the same numbers. Like, there's three sixes, two fives, and three twos. So I should be able to do this with math, right? I can't. So it was three sixes? Oh, wait, hang on. That's ten. Ten. Three sixes is eighteen. <clears throat> You've lost my math. Uh, six and two twos is four. Is ten. Two fives is ten. Six, six, twelve, fourteen, twenty-four, thirty-four. How do you want to do Uh, It had twenty-five health. <laughs> she oh, punches it one time because it's gross, and she's like, kind of holding back on the first punch, and then she does flurry of blows, punch again, and then she lightning charges it, and explodes. Okay. So as it does explode, sorry, this black ooze twists and manifests into this black, long, just ooze-like creature with 
spindly tendrils coming back and forming up what would be one big eye, but it doesn't open, and it just looks at everything. Well, it, it doesn't open, but you could sense that it still can some just as this oozes coating over it, and it just lets out a fearful shriek, and you just see it you just see it kind of curl up and just vanish. And Sari's dream. I was saying that uh, your dream's back to normal. Woohoo! Picnic with the fam! And as you're looking at your ring, Sari, uh, for a split second, your ring is covered by this starry night-looking beautiful coloring. Mm. And it starts changing shape. And, uh, Sari, your ring is now tied to your dreams. Um, please describe what you want Stormbreaker, Stormcaller to look like. And if you have a better name than Stormcaller, now be done. Can it do anything different now? Yes, it can. <clears throat> uh, this new ring, can, it can still be Stormcaller if you like the name. If you want. And I'll send you the written version of this at the end of the game. Uh, it now has a plus three to unarmed strikes, because I'm a horrible person and want my own characters to just wipe out anything I can come up with. Uh, you know my unarmed strike was already plus seven, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, its max charges have gone from 10 to 20. With eight charges, you can cast Lightning Bolt. But now with 14, you can cast the spell Bigby's Hand. Uh, oh. and, and you can dump three key points instead of your typical one for Flurry of Blows to do Flurry of Blows with Bigby's Hand. Ooh. And <clears throat> for those uninitiated and the weird, weird, weird spells that it make up D&D's hallowed halls. Bigby's Hand is a pretty neat spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's typically limited to, I believe, like wizards and others. Um, yeah, it's uh, concentration up to a minute. You create a large hand of shimmering translucent force. The hand is an object that has an AC of 20 and hit points equal to your max. Uh, if it drops to zero, the spell ends. It has a strength of 26 and a dexterity of 10. The hand doesn't fill its space. Uh, the hand can use the clenched fist option to make a strike. This is how you would flurry of blows with it. It would be a melee spell attack using your statistics. On a hit, the target would do 4d8. So your flurry of blows would be 4d8 if you dump three key points after creating a big beast hand. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to call that Thunder Punch now. I fucking love it. <clears throat> That's amazing. I love that. Okay, I'm making a note of that. Stormcaller is now Thunder Punch. That's just, thunder punch. That's just the truth now. Um, I will send you That's thunder awesome. punches. I will send you thunder punches stuff momentarily. Um, as this happens, uh, sorry, you blink, and the dream that you are in comes to a, a happy conclusion. As we now enter the dream of Rowan, Rowan, my dear dear friend, please describe your good dream that we have to horribly assault. <laughs> Don't make it cute. It'll be bad. Uh, well, too bad because it's. I, I think by rule it has to be cute. Um, huh. So I think that in like a good dream, Rowan is sitting out in like I don't know. I feel like I don't know some some really like beautiful setting, maybe by like a lake or in like a nice little field somewhere like nice and grassy and scenic and um just kind of sitting there taking in the view um there's lots of like little animals darting around 
maybe some of those like little fairy dragons that Caleb and Sari saw when they went on that hike with Abix. Um, uh, I think Jan if this is a good dream, I think that Janice would be there, um, just kind of sitting with her, having a nice time. Janice wearing Rowan's good dream <laughs> clothes. Uh -huh. Um, he wears normally, <laughs> and they're they're like holding hands, and it's very sweet. Um, I think probably some of her other friends are there too. Probably like I think like her brother is there, um, Ashwin. Probably just kind of like playing some music and they're like chatting and laughing and having a nice time. Um, I feel like Sari and Andre and, and Caleb would be in this nice dream too. Just kind of doing their own thing, running around, having fun. So yeah, I think that's, I think that's the, ex I think that's the extent of it. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Valerian and Theo, you have watched Sari's dream kind of come to a whirlwind to her end as Sari faced her fears and you saw it physically manifest into the ring. And now we're in the dream of the halfling Rowan and uh what do you do? Well um this will also not be the best. Just keep in mind again, you know. Uh not real. Definitely not real. Uh good job, sorry was it? Um good job. It wasn't that hard, was it? I mean you killed no. the shit out of that thing. No big right? deal. No big deal. No, right? I didn't like no it. I mean, well, it is still a monster, like so spooky. Yes, it is a monster. Yeah. Um, but do not be afraid, because if you are, that makes things a lot worse. Huh. Mm. Actually, there's there's there's, there's one more there's okay. one more thing that I might want to mention about this dream, really quick. Okay. I think, um, in addition to Ashwin, I think that Rowan's other family is dream. Rowan has a pretty big family. Um, I'm not going to go through everyone right now. Uh, but yeah, they're they're also here just having a nice time. Okay. Uh, yeah, Laren, Theo, uh, you're up. All right, uh, Rowan, are you ready? <sighs> Can we let it go on like a little bit longer? Uh, I guess. You're just I'll delaying like, you know. Just, I'll give you like 30 seconds and then we go. Okay. We're kind of in a rush. Caelan puts his hand on Rowan's shoulder and looks over at Sari and just uh, kind of shakes Rowan's shoulder a bit as a note of confidence. Then runs over and gives Sari a hug. And I know that must mm. be hard. Oh, it's cute. Caelan just kind of, <laughs> before Caelan like separates from Sari, he just goes like, I'm proud of you, sis. Thanks, bro. Oh. Now let's do the same for Rowan, yeah? Yeah. Let's punch her fears in the face. Let's kick yeah. it. Let's kick it. You know, it'll probably be like no, something. It has an ass. Maybe Rowan's fear is asses. <laughs> just one big ass. It's just a giant butt. Oh my god. Oh my god. All right. For kidding. I didn't have a. I, I didn't have a stat block for giant. Maybe the monster manual. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Giants. Uh, gibbering mouth. No giant butts, unfortunately. <laughs> um, oh my god. We're all think, twelve. Oh, darn. I think giant butts are probably in Volo's Guide to Monsters. Anyway. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. We both evolved into twelve year. Anyway, uh, Rowan, you see this happen. You see Sari and Caleb ready themselves at your side. What do you do? Hmm. 
have things already started to like get black and oozy? You see Theo and uh, Valeran just like holding their hands out, casting a spell, and there's just it's starting, but you can see that there's it hurts. Not like physically, but like mm. you can imagine this being your job, being everyone's greatest dreams and for the betterment of them having to pull it down into something tragic is never easy. Mm. I think I'm gonna just like very quickly kiss Dream Janice and then just like let go. Oof, that's a big oof. He got he kind of like yeah. winces at that. That hurts him a lot. As this happens, Rowan, uh, unlike Sari's where the ooze was everywhere and all encompassing in fear, there's a subtle rustling of the wind to start yours. Familiar rustling of the wind and an all too familiar shout. Mm. As you turn around, you look in the sea of your family and you spot your youngest. Would you like to describe them for me? Um, yes. Rowan's youngest brother is named Alder and he is a little halfling boy um, with brown hair freckles um he's always been very cheerful but um something happened to him he didn't die but something happened and in this dream imitates life i suppose as so before you before before the tragedy oh and you see make a nature check actually just because this is not something you'd normally see on Feyre. And mm. this this quick image of this thing's manifestation would require some knowledge. So, see what you got. Mm. Uh, that is an 18. Plus... It takes on the... Before, okay. before the strike, at Alder's... Seeming to, like, pet at Alder's feet, creeping up behind him. As Alder takes a step... It takes a step. It's looming in its shadow. It's a creature you would know as Blacer Beat. They are sleek gray cats in blue-black fur. Uh, its otherworldly origins are clear from its six legs and two tentacles sprouting from its shoulders. The closest real-world creature I could describe it like a panther, but with mm. six legs and two tentacles coming from its shoulder in addition to its tail. Mm. And it is following your brother and then it jumps and i look away when that happens there isn't a scream there isn't a shout there's a roar and where your brother once stood now stands a werewolf mm. what do you do i everyone else saw this too right correct mm -hmm. i think i just like for a moment I kind of turn back and look at Sari and Calum, and there are just like tears. Sorry, Kate. Sorry. I know. What? Who was? I kind of just like I don't answer them, and I just sniff and take out my uh my staff. Calum looks at Sari and then just kind of goes, "Is that can talk? friend?" No, that's Janice. Uh, she's also really yeah. little. Her be him being her boyfriend would be real concerning. The werewolf, the wolf. She's Rowan turns back around. He's my little brother, okay? Shut up! Oh, sorry. So, I'm gonna let you guys keep your initiatives from last time, because that's easier. I'm just gonna roll for your, for your new, for your new fight. Uh, okay. Starting the order. Rowan. Uh, 
God. <laughs> I I think I I try to just recall the fight with the um with the hag who turned into a wolf. Mm-hmm. Like I'm kind of just trying to re- remind myself of like how I felt then. Um and I think I'm actually going to do the same thing that I did then. I'm going to cast um Thunderwave as my first spell. Okay. Uh Or actually maybe that was one. Ooh, or actually was it Thunderwave or was it It was Thunderwave. It was Thunderwave. It was Thunderwave. Okay. I just listened to that episode the other day. It was Thunderwave. Okay. I do have I do mountain member. Yeah. I do have call lightning now though, and that might oh. be cooler. Okay. That might uh, that might be cooler actually. Do that? Let me let me let me see if it's here. If not I can just look it up, but yeah, it's it's still on it's still on theme. It's like the better version of Thunderwave. Call so. lightning. A storm cloud appears within the shape of a cylinder, ten feet tall, sixty foot radius, centered on a point you can see. Spell fails if you uh, if you can't see that point. When you cast the spell, choose a point you can see. I'm assuming it's your uh, it's your werewolf brother. Bolt mm-hmm. of lightning flashes down from the cloud to that point. It needs to make a dexterity saving throw or take three d ten lightning damage. Yes. Okay. On each of, this is on. Oh, I will say this: on each of your turns until the spell ends, you can use your action to call down lightning again without cut without wasting another spell slot. Really? Oh my god, that's so good. Yes, that. Okay. Well, it rolled in at one, so roll three. Okay, sick. It's still it's still on theme. It's like thunder wave, but more powerful. That's awesome. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, it was three d six. Three d ten. 3d10. Ooh, okay. Like, it's 1d10 higher than Moonbeam. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, awesome. Uh, that is a 10. Oof, okay. That's that's a 5 and a 6. Okay. You have done a significant deal of damage to this thing in one strike. This lightning bolt just blasts down and you hear it. Uh... Immediately afterwards, I'm going to need Theo to just back up Rowan here. And you can see as Rowan's casting, this, the, the strangeness of it being from the dream plane has started to kick in. Uh, so Theo, please make your attack action. Uh, Rowan, however, since you are casting a spell, a, a fairly new spell, in a plane you've never been to before, I would like you to roll a d100 for me. But Theo, please Ooh. continue with your action. Okay. It's just gonna be some some wild magic. Magic. That's what that that normally means. Theo? He's gonna cast magic missile. Uh, first level? Uh, second. Oh, shit. Okay, so roll 4d4? I think that's how that works. I think so. Do I roll 1d10 or 2? 2. 2? Okay. Well, because the first one was 0, and I was like, oh no. Okay, so that's... Uh, wait. I know how to add. Two, four, eight, nine, eleven damage. Oof! Shit, that's a good magic missile. Uh, Theo, awesome. do you say anything to Rowan as you're doing this? Uh, probably not. He's not good with emotions. That's he's, fair. He's probably, like, he'd give her, like, a reassuring look. Like, he'd be like, a thumbs up, like you're doing really good. I know it's hard. Fair. But, like I don't uh, want to deal with it. Okay. Valerian, you are following that up, but uh, Rowan, what did you 
get for your D100 roll? Um, 80. The first time I got a zero and got 80. 80, 80, 80. Okay, that's a fun number. I don't know what 80 is. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's a, it's a solid number, 80. It's pretty high up there. Oh, hmm, okay. Uh, you make some illusory butterflies. They just kind of float around you for the next minute. Okay, I just made butterflies? Yeah, from your lightning, just butterflies. Wait, so oh. hold on, hold on. I'm trying to picture this. Do I make butterflies instead of lightning? No, no, no. Like, it after the spell is cast, poof, after the damage is done, the, the storm cloud continues to be there, but from, like, the, the top of a cone of the cylinder, out flocks this illusory swarm of butterflies that just kind of circle your head, a la, like, a moving flower crown. Oh, wow. I think I actually, like, I take a moment and kind of, like, smile at this a little bit, like, oh, this is, hmm. <laughs> uh, Valerian, what are you up to? Uh, seeing that, uh, that Rowan kind of, you know, struggled, uh, going to cast, I'm gonna attempt to cast. Okay, that is a Hypnomancer spell. Okay, so turn Nightmare works like this. You cast the spell as an action with, oh, you're in the dream plane. Yes. Uh, so that changes things a tad bit. Uh, here we go. On a failure, the creature... Right, so it needs to make an intelligence save against your spell save DC. Yes. That is a 10. A what? A 10. I'm assuming that's okay. not going to do anything. Yeah, the save DC was 15. Okay, so... Uh, the, on a failure, the creature in question is shape change. Okay. <clears throat> uh, what does it look like now, Valerian? Um, it looks like, uh, I'd, I'd say it looks like a, a bunny with a top hat. Rowan, uh, your werewolf combatant in the eyes of everyone in the room has now transformed into a very aggro bunny with a top hat. Now you can kill the evil bunny. <gasps> I, I actually start, I actually start laughing really hard. And then I turn to Calum and I'm just like, you want to help me out? <laughs> we can get justice. Uh, Rowan, for the, everyone in, actually everyone in combat, for the remainder of this minute while it is transformed, you will all get advantage on your attack roll because you are not scared of it. You think it's a funny bunny. Anyway. <clears throat> cool. Uh, sorry. Speaking of advantage, sorry. You're, you're up next. Okay, so it's a bunny now. It's a big aggro bunny with the top hat, and it's ready to punch you. You guys, we can't punch this in good conscience. It's a bunny with a top hat. It's, it's still a monster. It just but it's looks a bunny different. rabbit. Okay. Think about that. Yeah. Think about that. I'm going to have to I... live with the fact that every time I go out into my yard in the morning and I see that little bunny rabbit, I'm going to think, oh, hello, Mr. Rabbit. I punched a bigger version of you in the face, and I made it bleed a lot. And that's Sorry. Conscious. The rabbit is evil. It will, it will try to like hurt Like Panicula. Was Panicula <laughs> evil? I never read those books. <laughs> what? So, Rowan, Rowan goes up to, to Sari and is like, okay, Sari, two things. One, this is a dream. I know. It hurts me to hurt a rabbit, too. I love rabbits. It's an evil rabbit. But firstly, remember, this is, this is a dream. It's not really a rabbit. It's just taking the form of a rabbit to make us not want to kill it. It's trying to trick us. Secondly, remember what happened the last time we were up against a giant rabbit and didn't do anything about it? I wasn't there. Oh. Caleb remembers. <laughs> oh, I remember, and I'm about ready to deck this thing in the schnoz. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's not my fault you guys met a bad yeah. guy. Uh, sorry, if you do not want to attack, you can use your action to help. You can use your action to search. Uh, use an object, use a special ability, or ready an action. She's gonna punch, but she wants to punch non-lethally. Kind of non-lethally, like still harm it, but not kill it. I got you, I got you. The the, the passive punch that we've seen in Founders of Reika. Yeah, 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 make that happen. <laughs> you, you still roll with advantage because of Valerian spell. Okay. Is this just a is this just a D version of that one spell from Harry Potter? Maybe. Fucking sue me, JK Rowling. How dare you? <laughs> the, JK Rowling, the, uh, Rowling will take you for everything you have. I know she will. Okay. Isn't it in Harry I'm gonna be a big nerd for a second. Like I'm not already. I'm playing a D and D podcast. Um, isn't that spell called like ridiculous or something like that? Ridiculous. Correct. Yes. Yeah. I like Harry Potter. Uh, that is a 14. No. Yeah, 14. 15. That hits. Wait, I added my initiative bonus to punch. Oh. No, no one look at me. I'm just an idiot. Uh, 18. Fuck, yeah. Yeah, that hits harder, dude. Nice. Uh, All right. Um, that is plus... T- What's the plus damage now with my thunder ring? Oh, my God. Uh, it's a plus three. I thought you said you didn't want to kill it. <laughs> okay, so three. It's just like Thor Ragnarok. Sorry, just jumps up in the air. The immigrant song starts playing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a ten. It's ten points of damage. It's not ten bad. Ten points of punching. Ten points of punching. All right. Yeah. No, that's that's real good. Uh, <clears throat> it is the werewolf's turn. It's gonna run up to Rowan because. Wait, 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 wait! Hold. Is it a werewolf or a bunny? It's a bun wolf. Well, it's it's it is a bunny, but it has it still retains the stats of the werewolf. It just looks it's an illusion. It looks like a bunny. Okay, okay. I just I wanted I wanted to be clear because if if Rowan saw this werewolf, scared. But if it's a bunny, she's yeah. Just... Giant, Rowan sees a bunny come up to it and punch it with its bunny feet fists. <laughs> in all reality, it is slashing you with werewolf claws. <clears throat> Ooh, okay. That's um, a that's a four and a fourteen. <laughs> okay. Do either of those hit? The four does not. I'm I'm certain. The fourteen does, because my armor class is thirteen. Okay, so you are going to be taking oh my god, I get to roll damage rolls in a DD game. <laughs> you get to roll you take you take three points of damage. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's like nothing. You get slapped Ooh. real hard by that bunny. Damn it. <laughs> Rowan, you're up. I'm assuming you're gonna just call Dreams the lightning are again. Weird. Um see like oh but I don't have that doesn't cost me like an extra spell. Nope. You just can on an action just Oh sweet. So can I do that and a spell? No. Oh. It it won't take up a spell slot, but it will be your use a spell action. Oh, I see. Hmm. I like using different spells because it's fun, but I guess I'll... Yeah, I'll just do that again. It rolled a 14. I think that still loses to your spell DC. Yes, my spell DC, luckily, is higher than my armor oh. class. Okay, so uh, roll 3d10s. There are so many different ways you can kill it. There's so many combinations of three numbers. I can go up to 10 that can kill this Okay, thing. that's an 8... 
that that mm-hmm, that's that's a good start. <clears throat> that's a seven. Okay. And a three. Seven and a three, you said? Yeah, eight, seven, three. Okay. Uh you've brought it to negative two. So uh what do you have this lightning bolt kinda onto oh. this werewolf, onto this bunny, and it just like collapses and uh Rowan this nightmare ends, that same black ooze reappears as a displacer beast. It looks at you again, just kind of like almost nods semi-approvingly and just seems to leap out of the walls of this dream. And uh, the bunny turns back into your brother, taking a very, very peaceful snooze in the grass. Oh, I'm gonna hug him. You I hug think like, I think I like first kind of like hesitantly walk up to him and then I just like yeah, I just hug him, and I'm like, I'm sorry. He's just asleep. He, there's no response. He's just peaceful. Uh, Valerian and Theo, you guys know that there's only one dream left in this circuit, and that's Caleb. What do you do? Alright, well, um, everyone, um, this is going to be the big one. So... I suggest you prepare yourselves, and, um, Theodore, just stay strong with me, buddy. I'm so strong. I'm very- I'm- Okay. Here's- here's how this goes. Uh, Rowan. Mm Mm-hmm. Remind me, uh, a little bit about Heartmender, your staff. Mm. Uh, I always kind of pictured it as this sort of, um, very kind of, like- uh, elegant wooden staff that um, curls into sort of a heart shape at the top. And then there's this pretty little stone in the middle, which is where it gets its power from. Um, that, that pretty little stone has that same cosmic look <clears throat> that Sari's ring had for a moment and is probably still on like the underside of Thunder, Thunder Puncher. I think that's what it is. Thunder Punch? Thunder Punch, yeah. Thunder Punch, yeah. Like the underbelly of Thunder Punch has that Starry Night design. Uh, mm-hmm. Your stone now has the Starry Night look. And Heartmender is now tied to your dreams and has changed irreversibly. What what happens to Heartmender? And is it still Heartmender? Um, yeah, I think I'm still gonna call it that because I like that name. Okay. Um, but uh, I think it it like grows a little bit. Like it was a very kind of simple staff, and now it's a bit larger and more elaborate. Like, the the wood that makes it up is a bit more um, kind of intricate and interwoven. And I think that um, also some, like, leaves and flowers are sprouting off of it now. Okay. It got pretty. Yeah. And uh, so everyone here, I will say that because, I mean, you're resting, you're already asleep, so it only feels right to give you all the benefit of a rest. Uh, so regain your spell slots, uh, prep yourselves accordingly. Regain that one key point I used. Yeah, <laughs> gain that key point. And also, uh, sorry, um, let me do something really quick, because, yeah, that seems right. Uh, a storm call, oh, sorry, thunder punch, uh, in this time, the cosmic light shines on it for a moment, and you gain back eight charges for this fight. Uh, Rowan, meanwhile, your new and improved heart mender, 
So you'll be back to nine because you hit once, right? Yeah, yes. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Heartmender now has a few more spells under its belt. Ooh, uh, nice. Okay, cast... wait, let me let me write this down real fast. Um... Okay. It now has it yeah. still keeps the ten charges. Uh, animal friendship friends locate plants and animals and come emotions. You can all use two charges to cast. Uh, okay. For three charges. I'll send you the full chart in a minute, but highlights. Uh, you'll get Counterspell, Death Ward, and Dream. And uh, okay. depending on the amount of charges you expend, can be the level of Counterspell you are doing. So. Okay, cool. That's fun. Uh, okay. Okay, so, uh, everyone's set to go? Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, you guys... Sorry and Rowan, you have faced your nightmares, and you know next up is your friend Kalem's. Do you have any words for him or for your hypnomancer friends before you enter uh, the nightmare that was so powerful that it let the Malsum enter in the first place? Uh, I think there's going to be a dragon. Just, just, just behind. Oh, gee, you think? <laughs> I, I kind of just like, yeah. I think, I think I just like. See, I keep saying I put my hand on their shoulder, so I think I just kind of, like, take, take his hand in mine, um, and I just kind of give him, like, a nod, you know, like, it's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. You're being very kind to him. All right, Hypnomancers, any last words before you enter this, uh, final, final dream? Uh, um, Valerian kind of first, um, he turns to Caleb, and he says, um, Caleb, uh, this... One is going to be very difficult. Um, so just know that we're all here. Um, not the most personable, but um, we're here, and uh, everything will be fine. And then he kind of, kind of like, kind of mutters to Theo, um, "Don't worry, we we probably have this in the bag." Probably. Oh my god, yes. I'm. This is okay. Oh and I also give Caleb a reassuring pat on the shoulder. It's not it. The, it's it's kind of awkward, but he's trying. At least there's that. You guys walk in together into Caleb's dream, and because his was the catalyst, you don't see the good dream. You open in the castle towers, and Caleb is standing there in a fighting position, as encircling the tower, uh, roaring with ferocity and an intensity that you have never felt before. You have seen monsters before, but this is different. You see the thing that has given Caleb bad dreams, bad everything, really. The catalyst for Caleb's suffering before you is the Shadow Dragon. Oh, shit. <laughs> and there's a brief moment now where its purple inlit eyes seem to glow that same black ooze for a moment, then coat red. And, oh, fancy that. Dragons can speak common. The dragon speaks. <clears throat> and No, of course it does. And it just looks to all of you and just goes, This was what has happened. Who are you? We're here to fuck up your shit. Mic drop. There's just silence. I give him a little pat. Job. The, the creature, the, the shadow dragon glares at this and just looks at you and goes, I have destroyed.
what makes you feel turn. Sorry, what did he say? We have our friendship <laughs> and magic. Yeah. Yeah, uh, magic. It looks over at you again, and just kind of roars a bit, and it looks. It kind of locks eyes uh, with. Um, it locks eyes with Valerian and says, "You're an intelligent." Mm, I would say so. <laughs> the the dragon kind of like circ like its giant wings seem to not flap but coalesce in front of Valerian. Its face rearing up un- uncomfortably close. Don't it just like sn- as then it like looks at you, tilts its head and speaks, rearing back, saying, "You know, there's more to the story." How much do you know? I am but a byproduct. Hmm. A byproduct of what? I think. Well, is that racist? Slightly. <laughs> well, uh, there is uh only one ending to this story: that uh, you die, and uh, oh, yeah, I learned some things, and uh, I just want to say I'm not afraid of you. Um. Fear makes conversations so difficult. I, I am. I am not the shadow dragon that this prince fought ages ago, but its form does suit me, don't you think? <laughs> it seems you are one fucked up man. You. It feels right, meant to be. Oh, yes. I feel like I'm in my proper form. It looks up at Valerian and just goes, But you'd know all about that, wouldn't you? You've seen the machinations that have caused my existence, and you have done nothing to stop them. I did not ask for existence, Tiefling. Uh, you have brought this upon yourself. I feed the way animals feed. I was created as nothing more than a monster. And yet you feel morally just in my destruction? I am nothing more than a beast that you hunt down. Then why can't you, um, not disrupt billions of people? Why why do you go through the effort of purposely making people feel misery when you could easily just not do that? Maybe be a vegetarian for once. It's not that hard. That's the first step to becoming not evil. Vegetarianism. <laughs> put that in a put that quote that quote that somewhere. But uh the the dragon just kind of hisses and goes, The reason being, I don't have a choice. I'm created with a purpose and I serve it. Now if you were to stop my creation, mayhaps your peop mayhaps instead of doing these clerical visits to different parts of the world and sending postcards back to that corrupted landscape, then maybe you could get to the root of the problem. What exactly is your purpose? Who are you? I am the Malsum. I serve. The Malsum serves someone. I I am born to serve and I die at their altar. Who are you serving? It tilts its head, Rowan, and one of its claws just kind of touch at your chest and goes, oh, I think you know well. I really don't. Who are you serving? It looks at you and just goes, how how easily the people remember the things they wish to forget and how easily they forget the things they ought to remember. And its eyes change color once again, the black ooze coating over it, an irreversible red. (gasps) I like... Yeah, at this, I have the realization of, like, 
oh my god, this is connected, you know? And I take a step back, and I just, I, I think I turn to uh, Valerian and Theo, and I'm like, this is, this is so much more than we think it is. We need to wake him up right now. Oh, I don't think I'm going to let you do that. This conversation is far too interesting, and now that, and while horrifying you in brutalist and egregious ways is amusing, turning myself into a mass of body parts or making myself think the creature you fear most, that, that is, don't get me wrong, it brings me a, a, it brings a smile to this worn face, but this interesting. Why forcibly enter the mind when I can just converse? I don't think I'm going to let you I've never had such interesting toys before, and I'm not that willing to give them up. You have been a very interesting... This has been a very fun game, Valeran. But it's about time we cut to the chase, don't you agree? Depends on what the chase is, then. Simple. I, in a few moments, will play my role. The role I was born. The one I was created to serve. I'll be the dragon, the Kalem's moon. I will fight, and I will die at the altar of fear, for that is my purpose. But before there is this ritual, Ares, I know you have questions. I know you have concerns and theories, and I can answer them. Not out of some sick, but because the last thing I want is to wake that dream. I want to know, how is, like, what is Caleb doing? What has Caleb been doing this time? How is he reacting? He knew the dragon could talk, but he turns to you and goes, that's, that's not his voice. This isn't right. That's not your voice. And he goes, no, I am not your dragon, Caleb. Your dragon was slain. I am but a reflection. I serve. Your new dragon is awakening, Prince, and I am but a precursor. So slay me now. And my regeneration, and perhaps you'll finally be able to get the one closure. And the dragon floats away a bit and extends a hand. And standing next to Calum is a sun elf sorceress with oh fiery my God. blonde hair. Oh, you're gonna make me cry! No. And Calum looks for a moment. And turns to the others and goes, This isn't real, this isn't real, this isn't real, this isn't real. The dragon just kind of grins a bit and moves its claws again. And like a marionette, Anna gives him a hug. Caleb? Mm-hmm. Oh no. Oh my god. The dragon, as Caleb goes in to hug her, opens its claw and she discorporates discorporates into that same shadowy subterfuge that rejoins its body. And it turns back to Caleb and says, I know more than you. Your subconscious is overflowing with material. This is just the closest to the truth. I could have been anything, really. A zombified version of your lost love? Uh, oh, <clears throat> I could have turned everyone in your castle into, uh, into horrible monsters like I did your gnomish friend. And you could see it actually air quotes around gnomish. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, and it says, but this is right. This is how it always has been, and how it always will be. A prince, a dragon, and a war. And nothing is going to change that, no matter how far you run. Roll initiative. Oh god. 
<laughs> well, that's pretty wacky, guys. I got sucked in. B. Okay. I'm just gonna clap it up for that fucking amazing shit. Okay. Monologue. That was amazing. Oh my god. Uh, 21. No. Okay. Okay, that's a 13. Okay. Five for me. Okay. That is, uh, hold on, that is... Okay. <clears throat> Top of the round. Sorry. This Sorry. dragon is just standing, like, now it has its claws in the t- terrace, so it is within melee range, basically. That's okay. It. Um, Sari has heard Calum talk about, like, the scary dragon from his past, and so basically, in the best big sister way she can, wants to destroy this thing. Okay. She wants to obliterate it, because it hurt her brother, Oh, she's not gonna let anything stand that is a natural 20 plus 10. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah! Okay. Natural 20 plus 10. Yeah, 30. The dice Hell are in yeah! Okay. The dice are in my favor. That definitely does that. Um, roll your damage and uh, get two charges out of a crit. Alright. You are now up to 11, I believe. Uh, three more and you can do that Bigby's hand thing. Okay. Uh, five. Twelve damage. Okay. And she's gonna use a key point and expend Flurry of Blows. Okay, so the first one was twelve. I'm gonna need a calculator for this. <laughs> Wait, do uh, I have to do I have to roll the hit again? Uh, for an at twenty? Yes, each Flurry of Blows is a separate attack roll. Okay, I, me- I meant for, like, the first attack I did. Oh, no, 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 no. I just meant, like, I... I just needed to. I just need a calculator to calculate all the damage. Well, how much was that first attack, by the way? Twelve. Okay. No. 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 I did, you don't need it to change anything. I just needed. Okay, uh, cool. I just needed to keep mental track, and writing it all down would not have done that. Okay. So that's a twenty-three and the twenty-eight. Both of those hit. Yeah. You are now up to twelve charges. I believe. No, thirteen. One more, and you can big B. Anyway. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, that is eight damage. Mm-hmm. And ten damage. So 18. And then she's also going to use um, eight to do lightning. <laughs> okay. Uh, this thing needs to make a dexterity saving throw, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it is a dragon. Uh, so that dex is going to be... 16. Alright. Does that break your... Uh, it would be your dex plus 8 plus your proficiency. Uh, yeah. Dex plus proficiency plus 8. Uh, it would be the way uh, you calculate a regular spell. But with the spells instead of... You know. I, I can't find my proficiency bonus. It's uh, 3 for your level. Okay, never mind. I found it. Uh, so 4 plus 3 plus what? 8. 8. That is not sufficient. It rolled a 16. It, that would be a 15. Uh, Bummer. So it is going to take half damage from this lightning bolt, which is... Sorry, give me a moment. Uh, sorry. Isn't it 8d6? D- it is. Yes, so roll 8d6 and half the damage. Hang on, I'm just going to get out. <laughs> uh, while that happens, uh, Rowan, uh, you can go well. Sorry, preps. For the sake of time. Oh, sorry. Valerian is 16, so Valerian would be up next. What do you do, Valerian? Okay. 
And uh, speaking is a free action, so don't worry about that. Sweet. Sweet. Um, uh, just for a little bit of flavor, usually Valerian is quite composed when he um, kind of goes against the mousem. But this time, there's a little bit of um, there's a little bit of struggle, uh, subtle, but you can see it in the eyes. And his hand kind of shakes as he sort of takes it up because he's sort of realizing sort of the consequences of the of his actions, and um, also thinking really hard. Uh, so he's going to attempt to cast. Uh, let's just go for the big one. He's going to attempt to cast. Um, sleep paralysis. Okay, that's Ooh. another hypnomancer spell. That's another three hypnomancer spell. Sorry, tell me your damage when you calculate it. Um, uh, it's twenty-one, but I don't know how to divide that by two. Uh, um, that's a, a that's a three. That's a three divisible thing. Yeah, that is a three divisible thing. Oh, Matthew, horrible, horrible thing. Uh, so it's twenty-one divided by two. You said. Yep. Okay, that's ten point five. We're gonna lean on eleven. So it's gonna be eleven points of damage. That's not bad. Not bad. Uh, Valerian. Sleep paralysis. Third level hypnomancy. Uh, when you cast this spell against a creature you can see within 120 feet, it needs to make an intelligence saving throw. So let me see how that handles. That is a 10, so that's not happening. Uh, on a failure, the creature is paralyzed and takes 2d10 psychic damage. However, because you're in the dream plane, roll 2d12. For oh second. yeah, baby. And on each of its turns, it needs to make an intelligence save to break out of this magical paralysis. Okay, so the first roll was a 12. Fuck, okay. Um, and the second one was a 6. So that's 18. 18 points Damn. of damage. Damn, okay. Uh, I think you mean damage. Here's what you do. This, like, <laughs> you cast this, like, very strange sigil to everyone around them, uh, and as it happens, this, like, yeah, this, like, astral light creeps up the dragon, and you can see it, like, look at itself, writhe a little bit, look at you, and just go, like, oh, you are very desperate to get this done, as it is locked into position. Nice. Uh, he just kind of, the dragon still, mouth agape, manages to get out before it locks its own jaw. Just, why are you fighting so hard, Valerian? Scared of what happens if you stay. Shut up! <clears throat> uh, Rowan, you're up. Okay. Oh, intense. Um. Okay. I'm gonna Rowan do. Said that out loud. Yes, <laughs> I think she did. Um. Yeah, I think. I mean, like like Valera, I think she's also thinking really hard about everything that she's just heard this thing say. Um. Yeah, just trying to like piece it together, but can't quite seem to. Um. And I want to know what Death Ward does. If you put Death Ward on a person with, uh, I believe Death Ward is, how many charges I wrote? Death Ward would be four of your ten charges with Heartmender. Uh, and okay. when you put it on someone, if they would be brought to zero hit points, they would stay at one. Mm, they were to be. So like oh, it's, they oh, oh, so you save somebody with it? Yeah, it's but it's like okay. it's on. It's not like spare the dying where you have to do it after the fact. If you throw, if you lob a death ward on someone, that just stays. So if they are brought down to zero hit points during the fight, they would stay at one. Oh, I see. Okay, so um, it's more of a precautionary measure than a reactionary thing like spare the dying. 
Yes. Okay, that is a good spell, but I think I'm gonna use that later. Yeah, no, um, no, that's valid. You have ten charges of uh, Heartmender. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have. See, I don't have a lot of like hurdy spells still. You're a nice peaceful druid. I know. Um. Yeah, all my spells are like nice things. I need more smell- spells that can hurt people. Uh. Says the okay, I'll do. I'll do. I'll do Moonbeam again. Rowan's not really a. Rowan has gotten past that. Not really a pacifist anymore. True. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Does a thirteen? No, thirteen wouldn't break your AC. I mean, thirteen wouldn't break your spell attack modifier. So, its saving throw was a thirteen, but I think that's insufficient. Nope. Okay. Roll your two d ten damage. Sweet. Okay. So, for those unaware about what paralyzed does. Paralyzed creature is incapacitated. See the condition. Cannot move or speak. The creature automatically fails sa- uh, strength and deck saves. Attack rolls against the other creature. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit if you are within five feet. Oh shit! That's awesome. Okay. Paralysis is pretty fucking great. Yeah. It is. Okay. That's a four and a seven. So. That's 11 uh, points of damage? 11. Yeah, 11. That's some pretty good damage. Okay. Um, that is Rowan's turn. Uh, Theo, you're up next. Cool. So, first he's very much confused as to everything that the dragon has been saying, especially to, to Valeran, because obviously he's still new on the job, and doesn't really know the ins and outs of everything yet. So he would probably, he would definitely be concerned about what everything that he's been, everything that the dragon's been saying. Um, but he's just going to hit it with, I guess, a first level magic missile. Okay, do it. Not too crazy. Which is just, what is it? One or two d uh, six damage. Uh, six damage. You said. Okay. Uh, that happens. Um, and we're gonna cut to the dragon's turn. It's gonna make an intelligence save to break out. That is a your intelligence. It's uh, eighteen. Like so you, so. so you just see this like the astral light shatter around it as if it was a cage or netting, and it's now like free from its confinements. And as it looks closer to everyone, it just, uh, it kind of breathes in a little bit and just, uh, you see it raise its hand and unlike, unlike creatures you'd imagine, it looks at Valerian and just goes, you are a fool for thinking your tricks are unknown to me. I have been hunted by many such as you. And as it, like, focuses. You see this dragon is casting a spell. Oh. And it is going to cast... Hmm. It is going to cast Fireball. Oh god! Fuck! Boy! Uh, everyone make a dexterity saving throw. Why is that? Why did I put my lowest status dexterity? No! Oh, that's a 20. Awesome. It's a nat 1, but I have plus 7. Oof. 15 for Theo. Okay. Sorry, oh, I'm just a dexterous person. 
I'm so, I'm so upset at you. Alright, well, let's say, uh, that's a seven. A big old seven. Oh my god! Anyone under 15, um, you will say be taking I. 20 points of damage. Oh, oh my god! Shit. Oh and, my god. Uh, people with above a 15, you will be taking 10. Oh. Um, my I was god, okay. It's a weird Uh, needs to beat, so you only take 10. Cool. Great. Exciting. Oh my gosh. Love that. And as it does this, it looks to you and just says, like, I've learned your tricks after being hunted and mutilated by your kind. So wait, that was 20 points of damage, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'm at 13. I'm still alive, but ouch. Oh my gosh. Like, the fire, it flings its hand back and the fire dissipates. And it, uh... Yeah, here's how this happens. The fireball falls from the air, almost meteorite-like, hits the tower of the castle, and the upper part of the tower, even though it causes no damage, this is a dream, crumbles in on itself, and the debris falls all around you. But as it, if, if any were to actually hit you, it would just, just you know, vanish into thin air. It's but more just tower's... like... It's more, like, thematic, you know? Like, it's yeah. more... It, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't really do any, any damage. Right, like, but... Yeah. It's more in, just like, this is what happened in real life, you know? Yeah. It flies up using its... 80 feet of flight speed, Jesus. Oh, and, uh, Jesus. And then lowers itself onto the cracked remains of the ceiling of this tower. And now it is, like, crawling above on the tiny rem- remnants. Its head lowered into the tower itself as it just kind of looks at all of you and just says... I think conversation is better when you're up close and personal. Okay, <laughs> so Rowan. Why is he so spooky? Rowan. Okay. See, uh, like Caleb, Rowan hates this, but Shay thinks this is so cool. Caleb is going to take an additional 15 points of damage from a bite. Uh, so that's 25 points of damage taken to the boy prince. Uh, Rowan oh, does wait, a. No. Did Caleb? Oh my God! Did Caleb take 25 points of damage? He took 10. Oh, okay. Uh, Rowan, does an 11 break your AC? Uh, no. It does not. It, it swings in for a bite, and, uh, it, you dodge it just narrowly. Valerian does a... It rolled a 5, it's fine. It, so it swings at you again, but, like, as you, as you jump out the way, it closes its own jaws, looks at you, and goes, Major flinch. Oh! Oh, and Caleb's turn. Uh, he is going to see what's happening. He's going to hate what's happening. <laughs> He's going to cast a third level ice knife. That's absolutely going to hit. Um, I believe that's ten. So that's six points of damage. Then deck save on the dragon passes. All right. So Caleb does six points of damage. Uh, okay. Um, back to the top of the round. Sorry. Uh, okay, this guy is really creepy. Does anyone else think this is... We can... Can we kill him now, Caleb? Caleb nods. Uh, but sorry. Uh, at this moment... Yeah, this seems right. That astral energy, uh, from the dragon coats around all of you, and the dragon looks at you all and just, What? What is happening? This is not supposed to... You guys are now lucid dreaming. Oh, 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 oh. King control. So here's how what's gonna happen. 
Sorry, you can do your action as normal, but as a bonus action, and this bonus action can come before your action if there's something specific you want to use during your action. Uh, you can ask for something, and depending on how high of an intelligence check you roll will depend on how much I would allow you to have of it. Mm-hmm. So obviously, a plus one to your attacks, probably a low roll. The, ra- the raging, flaming, poisoning sort of doom high. You get the idea? Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask for a person? Who is this person? I'm just I'm just setting parameters for myself, kind of. Okay, it would be like a dream version of the person, but yeah, like an illusory double. All right. Can I summon Cooper, my pseudo dragon, but as a big dragon to fight this bad dragon? Roll an intelligence check. Everything is possible. Just depends on the dice. Intelligence. She's not that smart. Good thing. The 14? Cooper is a copper dragon, right? Yep. Yeah, that happens. From the sky, Cooper, once a pseudo dragon, now a full grown adult copper dragon, just sails in. And it is going to just breathe acid onto this thing. Brilliant is cheering. It's going to fail that. It is going to take 54 points of damage, Cooper! Oh, my good boy! My very good boy. Okay. Cooper, such a good boy. This is so intense. I'm literally shaking. Uh, the dragon takes this acid damage, looks up at Cooper, and just, like, looks at you, sorry, and just goes, <laughs> Oh. Oh. Not sorry. <laughs> yeah! It, it, it grins a I little bit I give her a high five. You. Because, sorry, are you cool with that being your action? That was 54 points. Yeah, yeah please. I'm cool with that That's being amazing. my action. Okay, uh, th- uh, Theo, you're up next. No, sorry. Um, that's the wrong side. Uh, Valerian, you are up next. Okay, um, I'm not Are you gonna do... attack as normal, or are you gonna do that thing? Sorry. Um, for now, uh, cause I need to think on it, I'm just cast, um, I'm a cast, uh, chromatic orb. Okay. Uh, do that. Uh, while you do, for time's sake, uh, Rowan, are you gonna wish for something or are you gonna attack? And just tell Ooh. me your damage and your hit to hit. Okay. Um. See, like, I feel like if Rowan, I feel like Rowan would want them to just like wake up, but she knows that they need to defeat this thing. So, um, hmm. I think what she's going to do is, this is a cool image to me, is she's going to wild shape mm-hmm. into, like, we've talked about her, her wild shaping into, like, a big dog before. Yeah. She was, like a, like, a mastiff. Yes, that's correct. And since this is, like, lucid dreaming and you can do everything, can she be, like, a huge dog? Like a... Almost dragon-sized dog. Roll intelligence uh, while you do that. Uh, Valerian, what are you doing? Uh, that would be... I'm trying to... Um, I don't, there, aren't, there aren't very big dog stat blocks, so give me a Sorry. moment. No, 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 Sorry. it's fine. It's very fine. Sorry. There's no giant dog stat? There's, like, a mastiff. Not very dragon-like level. <laughs> um, it's true. Just double the stats. That's yeah. fair. Okay, actually, I know how I'll do this. Rowan, you do become a giant dog. Uh, wait, what was your intelligence, though? 
Is that the four? Uh, seventeen plus two. So uh, yeah, yeah, 18, yeah, 19. yeah, yeah, nineteen. Rowan, you wished for a big dog. Like you were thinking, let's be reasonable here. Big dog, big dog feels right, you know. Mm-hmm. But with your like above average and like intelligence role and your thoughts of defending your friends and helping win this fight. You feel yourself turn into a dog, but get bigger and beyond the scale of what you had asked for, because I'm, uh, I'm I don't know, because I feel like it. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, you become a T-Rex. Oh my god. Whoa. Oh my god, I'm a T-Rex. You're a T-Rex. Uh, you can make your two attacks with a T-Rex. Oh my god. You this is awesome. Two, you're going to make a bite and a tail attack. Uh, and you will both have plus 10 to hit on each of those times. Back to Valerian. Valerian, what was awesome. your damage? It was 26 points of... I guess I'll go with... I'll go with fire damage. Okay, you've hit them with this ball of fire. And he just, like, looks back at you and just goes, like... <sighs> Fine. You may kill me here. But, you, but make me this promise. You will stop my recreation. You know... Who's behind this? The name is on the tip of your tongue. And then he gets attacked by a fucking T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Okay. Um, that's 2d10, you said? Uh, it's plus 10 to both of your attack rolls. Roll 2d20s to hit. Oh my god. Okay! Holy shit! Okay. So yeah, a T-Rex has whatever you roll, plus 10. as a, Oh my god. Okay, so that's, a, a that's a, the first one's a 25. That's going to be a 35. So that's Holy a hit. Fuck. And, you are going, and it's going to take 33 piercing damage. Holy shit. Uh, and I need to make a atta- uh, strength save. It's going to succeed. Uh, so roll again for your tail. Okay. That was a 26. That's going to be a 36, and you're going to hit it for 20 points of damage. on. T- so Rowan, you just turn into this big pink... T-Rex, you just jump at this dragon and you just bite at its throat and when you finally feel like you're done, you let up. You, it floats up in the air and you just whack it with your tail, sending it sprawling. Uh, <clears throat> and as it just crashes, breaking more of this illusory tower, it lands right at Theo's feet. Theo, what are you doing? Yeah, okay. I think as I do that, I like, can I still talk as a T-Rex or can I just like roll? Oh, like it's a dream. dream. Okay. It's a dream. Yeah, then I let out an awesome Jurassic Park T-Rex roar, and then I just say, leave Caleb alone! Okay, uh, Thea, what are you up to? Okay, so he's just gonna friggin' uh, use, do, cast Fireball on it. Oh, and everybody else too! <laughs> uh, not. Are you gonna, you're not gonna do your dreaming thing? Not feeling it? That's fine. Oh no. No, that's cool, that's cool. Roll your Fireball, dude. That's going to make a deck save. That's a 16. That passes, so... Okay, so we take halves. Meanwhile, I'm going to think up what Calum is going to make his intelligence check. Oh, my sweet boy. Oh, he only rolled a 7. I can't give him too much. Um, He's scared. He's very scared. But I think I know what a 7 will give him. It's not going to be too much damage-wise, but it's going to be... I think it'll be enough, considering you people have been lobbing, like, over a hundred points. How much health does this thing have? It's in the single Dude. digits. What the hell is wrong with you people? Okay. No! So, We're good uh, at our job. 15 points of damage for 
Theo's fireball. Oh, okay, yeah, that that hmm. that would be enough to destroy it. The last this dragon starts to evaporate, and the last remaining remnants of it start losing draconic shape and start turning into that ooze ball you saw before. That black eye that was covered the first time you saw it now finally parts, revealing a red blobless eye. And it just looks at itself and just goes, no, I suppose this has been the truth all along. And it is a long, slender, black oozed body with tentacles coming from the top like a displacer beast. Two arms uh, like the dragons and one big eye. Small, but terrifying. And Calum sees it. And Theo, you have whacked it so hard. On your first time in the job, you have rendered it from its like nightmarish abilities. Now only a shell of what it used to be. And Calum turns his staff to this remnant uh, as his stereotypical ice magic begins to form. His dream uh, magic seems to appear. And the dragon manipulated him with the memory of his friend. Caelan is going to kill the dragon with the memory of his friend. So the two the two sages, the the female sage standing at his side, the two put their staves on top like overlapping, and fire and ice magic comes out in a cylindrical cone, blasting this thing. And you all wake up. Oh, oh. So, now, now that y'all are awake, before we head off. Um, you have a minute, I guess, before we call it. Uh, Caleb wakes up, tears in his eyes, gives you all a hug. What do you guys do? You have a minute tops before, uh, Valerian and Theo. You gotta pack your bags and head to your next assignment. Um, I, I think for a long time, I just kind of, like, am, there's probably, like, a group, like, a group hug going on right now. Correct. You know? Definitely. So, so I think I'm kind of just like holding everybody and crying for a while, um, and then I think I finally like pull away, and I'm like, we conquered our fears. Kind, well, kind of. I mean, they weren't the real thing, but still, what do we, what do we do now? Fun living. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Uh... <clears throat> that <clears throat> did a little bit of a number on me psychologically. I have some new things I need to investigate and I need to re- agree my personal biases. Um, What's all that ava- about, even? Is there anything you can help us? Is there anything we can do to help, Valerian? You, you helped us all a good deal. What can we do? Do not... I do not think that all is right in Asylum. Um, I am... Well, uh, let's say experienced in the politics of, uh, of lower asylums and everything that the, uh, the Malsum was talking about kind of, I guess, kind of proving my theories. Um, I do not trust Malvern. He is a, he's a person of power down in Asylum and I, I feel like he is up to something and, uh, so... If you guys could uh, figure anything out about that, that would probably do a lot of good because this is weighing on my conscience a little bit, and I still have a job to do. What happens in the castle stays in the castle. Kalen kind of adds, but then turns to uh, Rowan and Sari and just goes, "Hmm, 
I told you about what happened when we went for the red orb, yeah? When, yeah. Uh, with that drow that Andre hates, Jalaxel. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of things are pointing to Asylum right now. I kind of feeling like we need to take a trip there sometime soon. Yeah. Mm. But for right now, let's part ways. Valerian, uh, we'll keep in touch. Uh, but I think we've all deserved a good night's sleep. And that's where we're going to call it tonight.